Oh, yeah. All right, today is April... 11? No, 11th or 12th, I don't know. 12th, maybe. Well, tax day is next week. Yeah. It's the 12th. Okay. Because... Isn't this the day the Titanic sank? Did you There's want to get closer? Oh, no, no, no. Tables? No, I'll just, just do this. Put up a barrier. It's not that bad. But I'll tell you what. Usually, isn't this like when bad stuff happens? Stop. I don't want to stop. No, 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 no. I'm serious. But didn't you already get your tax bill? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, seriously. There's something about this April week. Like April 18th is yeah. like, or April 14th is yeah. when like Lincoln got shot. The Titanic sank. Hitler's birthday. There's a lot of bad stuff that happens right now. Wait, you're saying now. Hitler's birthday is a bad thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not kidding you. Are you time traveling and going back to no, kill there's Hitler a as a baby? No, there's a bad connotation. <laughs> not to start the show off on a bad light, but be wary. See, the I don't. I just eyes always, of April. Honestly, I always think of the when you're a kid. April meant Easter, break. and Easter. there was always like a week off after yeah. Easter, so it was never negative to me. Did you see how much eggs are going up? By the way, it's a because conspiracy what? because people no. are decorating. No, their that's eggs. what I said. But apparently, there was a virus. Was egg, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah chicken, conveniently, uh, right? A yeah. flu virus. That I hit saw chickens. the. Yeah, I saw chickens wearing masks and yeah. stuff. It was like it was on the yeah, news. Yeah, yeah. They were washing their eggs and yeah, bleach. Yeah, yeah. They were. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> It's amazing. You can it's taste, amazing. I didn't you think you could t- taste you chickens taste, to do You can't that. even taste the bleach. Yeah. But the thing of it is, and <laughs> if only we had like a light that could go inside the chickens and, you know, like purify it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Like, the, can we get Colonel Sanders on the phone? Yeah, yeah. Maybe he'd show up. Because well, he was, in, probably, he was probably, in the service, you know. Soak their chicken feed in bleach. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that would work. Yeah. Well, get rid of this, Jerry. And the white <laughs> eggs are like going through the roof. Wait, wait, what are you doing? Is that racist? No, 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 no. Because you need the white eggs to color. Uh, for the dye and I was sitting there going it's so bizarre that they do this story literally yeah. the week before Easter when you know people are going to go out for their kids but don't you think color Easter eggs that's part of like the contrivance of oh, yeah. raising gas prices oh god yeah it's the yeah. same thing it's like okay we got all the gas Ooh, they need to what, go somewhere what can we talk about that'll make people buy the fact that we're going to raise the price full of birds yeah, yeah. It's like people say Morbius is a good movie, and then it crashes seventy four percent. We knew it when we were watching it. Yeah, but see, good and popular are two different things. Oh, that's true. That's why Venom made a billion dollars. Yeah, so we, it did. Well, that's why Aquaman There's made a billion dollars. So right, we're like, what is going involved. on here? Oh, I didn't tell you. I went to see the Batman again by myself. Oh, well, you should have called me. I, I went on Sunday night. Again. No, oh. I was. Uh, it was on. Uh, Spencer was watching a basketball game. Sharon was doing something. And I literally had nothing to do for Terrificon. So I sat there and I go, I'm going to go to the movies. It was yeah. like 7 o'clock on a Sunday night. She goes, why? I go, I have nothing to do. And she goes, you have nothing to do. You have $20 billion worth of books. And I go, I don't want to read a book. And it was raining out. So I got in the car, drove down to the movie. There was actually like 20 people in the theater on yeah. a Sunday night. And I saw The Batman by myself. And I yep. didn't want to go for the bathroom because... I had seen it before. <laughs> you waited for the baby carriage scene down yeah, the yeah. steps. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, wait, it wasn't, that was it Untouchables. Wasn't, it wasn't so bad the second time. I liked it the now, first time. Well, it's going to be okay. on TV yeah. next week yeah. on April 18th. It okay. starts on HBO. So on Monday, you'll be able to watch it again. But when you know what's going to happen, yeah. you, you pay attention more. Because yeah, yeah. the the story, the first time with you, I was like, what's going on? What, right. Which gangsters? Who's boss? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he killed his father and stuff like that. I didn't have a problem following that. I just told you at the end there was some confusion as to why there might have been two Riddlers. Yeah, that made a little bit more sense the second time. Okay. And I'll tell you what, that kid's performance, um, what's his name? The kid that played the, the Riddler? 
Oh my god! It went out of my Paul head. Dano. Paul Dano. Paul Dano. Yeah. He is. He's cre- good. He's really good. He does yeah. that scene when they're doing the interrogation, yeah. and he starts breaking down because it yeah, didn't yeah. go the way. Oh, the, the way his voice goes. Yeah. I was in the theater and go, ooh, yeah. that, that's giving me the willies yeah. right now. No, he starts screaming. This yeah. is not how it was supposed to be. Yeah, yeah. You know. No, he's a good actor. Yeah, but it, it, it wasn't as bad. Not that I said it was bad the first time. I just thought it was too long. Yeah. There's still parts of that movie I can go. You don't need this. Well, they could have cut ten minutes in the beginning when Batman is making yeah. his first appearance yeah, yeah, because they yeah. they really stretched that out. Oh hell that. yeah! And then his boots going clop clop clop. clop. It's like clop, well, clop, clearly boom. he's not worried about stealth. Boom. <laughs> yeah. Boom. But the music is is great. Yeah, I yeah, love that. I love yeah. the score. Well, I don't know. It just seemed a little bit better the second time. Yeah. Still not the best Batman movie. I still say that's the Dark Knight. Yeah. But it's it's all right. I don't know. You didn't like Batman and Robin? You know what somebody did the other day? They, they <laughs> colored the suit from that silver blue that he had on yeah. and made it black yeah. with the that yellow back. That wouldn't change the movie, though. No, but it actually looked a little better. So, yeah. You know, a little better. But more, nothing could save Morbius. I tell you, I wouldn't see that a second time, that's for yeah. sure. Because we said just before we went on, it dropped 74%, but it has so many problems. We talked about it before. Yeah. Such a shame. It's not. I mean, it's, well, it's not a shame because you get one shot at this. That's why yeah. I look at a movie. Yeah. If you make a bomb, yeah. you're never going to have a sequel. Yeah. I don't think they're going to make a sequel to this. No, but they've set him up so he's available for yeah. uh, you know, but, Sinister Six or something. God, it wasn't that hard to make a Morbius no. movie. And it well, I mean, there's a, good. I mean, it's a good movie it, in there. A simple there's vampire a good, story. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, the stuff that worked about it was that. It was a monster movie yeah. with a good guy monster, you know. Though I heard he was supposed to be in the first Blade movie at the very end yeah. with um, Wesley Snipes. They teased Morbius yeah. in a deleted scene at the very end. He oh, was yeah. there, and I was like, oh, well, that would have been all right. But it wouldn't have counted. Because it was not the real Marvel. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like Ghost Rider. You think they right. should make that again and get it right this time? No, the Nicolas Cage one wasn't that bad. The first one's pretty fun. Second one's nuts. Yeah. Second one, I, my son I mean, actually walked out of it and said that was the worst movie he ever saw. Yeah. And he was only like 15 at the time. Yeah. So. I mean, ultimately... It was messed you up. You have to look at things in... I was thinking about how, how Jennifer Gar- Garner played Electra. Oh, Electra. Oh, that's a bad one, too. That's pretty bad. It is. It's not, it it is. doesn't reflect on the actors. That's the thing that the actors the story always get was blamed. Bad just, to begin yeah, with. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, Ben Affleck... Uh, that whole setup for the Daredevil movie was good. It was just there were bad choices made. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. It could have yeah. been good. It could have been better. But it's always easy to blame the actor. Like Jared Leto, I thought was great. As Morbius? In Morbius. Yeah. It just, the movie doesn't hold up the same way, you know, if a story's not good or a story doesn't have the... Like uh, I told you. It needs forward momentum. And if you if you're lacking some reason to keep moving through you're just watching scenes I I just I can just picture an editor sitting in a room with reels of tape or rolls of tape or whatever they have nowadays digital files and does he scratch his head I said does he get a notepad and just try to map out what's happening so he can like make a cohesive story because that movie seemed like chunks of it you know which movie reminds me remember that new mutants movie we saw seemed like there was a whole other movie in that too like wait why is everybody? There's only five people in this movie. Right. They're all in this asylum. Right. But there's these mysterious people behind the... the yeah, know. when I, we, we were texting about it, I mentioned never it reminded me of New Mutants because it felt like it had that tone. It was kind of... It wasn't bad, yeah. but it wasn't good. It was yeah. just fall short. 
And maybe stuff like that can be fixed in editing. I don't know. But if it if the story isn't compelling, you still need a reason for people to want to follow it. Yeah, yeah. It can't just be special effects or. I'll tell you what, though, going back to the Batman, I still think they did a great disservice to the kids out there by selling toys for a movie that's almost really rated R. Yeah. I was watching it again. The second, it's PG-13. It's a hard PG-13. So they did sell toys? Oh, they have tons of toys for oh. sale. They have the Batmobile, the action figures. Yeah. I can just picture a little kid, if this is his first exposure to Batman, going to that movie saying you're like 8 or 9 or 10. I don't know if you'd be entertained. I don't know if you'd be bored. Would a kid sit through three hours? I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, I would as Michael a kid Keaton. if I was into it. I would. I, it wouldn't bother me. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know. But speaking of toys, thinking yeah. of the Michael Keaton movie, they made tons of toys on that movie. Yeah. So much so, that's why Tim Burton left it, because they made it too toy-heavy. Yeah. Didn't he say stories, or was that Joel Schumacher, where they had the, the toy companies in the room saying, hey, we're going to make this Mr. Freeze mobile. You like, have to put it in the movie. I feel like Tim Burton left it before that point. Or was he the Happy Meal guy? One of them said they had a problem yeah. with the marketing guys. They were coming in there and saying, well, yeah, they you want, have to sell this. Right. Well, we like, talked about that with the... That was like the big thing when toys were the big thing. Yeah. Was that every movie had to have a vehicle or two. It had to have at least ten figures. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, with Batman, the 89 Batman, I just remembered DC licensing would send me... A box of toys whenever something new came out. Yeah, the Batmobile is great from that set. Um, it even came with a plastic case that looks like the armor going. Oh down. yeah, yeah, I remember that. And then there was the Bat Plane, which was also the pretty cool. That yeah. was a good one. I like and the that. figures fit in it. Yeah. And the figures, I remember we first the first figures. It was like I guess with the Batman movie, there's multiple heads on Batman. Yeah. And uh, same with Joker. There's like a couple of different heads during the run of that because they were they never looked like Nicholson or they were generic, and then they changed them. There was definitely something going on, maybe. But Nicholson, I think, made money off of the toys. Yeah, you know, I'm sure Keaton did too. Well, they never had his likeness on the box. I don't think so. They did. um, Keaton, not Nicholson. And there, I was think no they Vicky, did. there was no Vicky Vale figures. Yeah, no, I was just thinking about that. There's no Alfred or Vicky Vale. And there's no Robert Wool. Yeah. No kids well, wanted want to that be an action reporter. Uh, yeah, the investigative reporter. <laughs> I'm Batman. I'm Joker. I'm the investigative reporter. Uh, not really the peg warmer. You know, no one's yeah. buying that toy. Well, it's Somewhere like in they landfill. Did, did they do Batman's parents? <laughs> no. No, like with, uh, you know, exploding pearls or something? No, 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 no. No, but, but the toys were definitely ran, those those things. You could see by the time when they were doing that third Batman. Yeah. That there was a huge... Oh, yeah, I remember those coming out. The one with Val... Was it, yeah, Val Kilmer. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I had a Tommy Lee Jones figure. I still have it, because yeah. that was the first time they did Two-Face. Well, they had the cartoon, yeah. but this was a really cool-looking thing. Well, but... This is funny because when I, I was telling you I do major studio cleaning, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the things that I have is Tommy Lee Jones Two Face. It's soap. Tommy Lee Jones. He's, car, he's like cast. The Two Face is cast. Oh, oh, as oh, oh, a bar oh, oh. of soap. soap. Yeah. And I still have it in the plastic bag, and I'm like, what do I do with this? I have Should no I just idea. Use it as soap. 
<laughs> you could wash it yourself with Tommy. You know, Jones. it's many years old. Uh, no, 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 no. I have a, you had that Superman peanut butter, if I recall, didn't you? Yeah, it was empty. Well, right? Batman, uh, Superman, Batman peanut butter, uh, Superman peanuts, Batman peanut butter. I still have the bat. No, Is mine it has open? still got peanut. No, I never oh, opened God. it. But it's still got peanut butter in it. I finally opened that Batman That's your cereal. I had. You know your. Yeah. I wonder how it I'll is. I'll wash inside. it down with my Three Stooges beer from. I finally opened my Batman cereal after thirty something years and ate it on camera. Well, it came in a bank. Yeah, it did. I have the bank yeah. still. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I have the. I don't know what happened to the bank, but I don't. I, still, I, know, I look at it every day when I go. I home. know we so. ate the cereal because the kid probably yeah. Tommy and there was a lot of cereal for a while. I remember when Marvel. I remember we had Civil War cereal, <laughs> Captain America, Iron Man. One side was Cap, one side was. Iron Man, you flip the box. Shouldn't they have sold it as separate boxes? They should have so sold it as separate boxes. You choose, yeah. Like, remember when you were a kid? Did they? Well, do you the, want fascist cereal? Do, they have, you, want do you remember? Cereal? You know what Quisp and Quake was? Yeah. Quisp was the alien, yeah. and Quake was the astronaut. Right. And they had a contest which would sell more, right. and you voted for. Quisp. I always got Quisp. I thought that was a better one. Well, did it was you kind of like, like Captain Crunch. Did you like Frankenberry or Count Chocolate? I like Frankenberry. I didn't like Count Chocolate. It tasted chalky. Yeah. Like well, the chocolate didn't taste yeah. right. Yeah. And then there was Boo Berry, which was like the obscure Bing Crosby looking. He'd be boo boo and I'm like, I'm eating cereal with a dead guy on the cover. I told you this before, probably, but in the in the it had to be late late sixties. I think it was a cereal. It may have been like General Mills, but they started. Everybody was into the astronaut food. Yeah. So freeze dried everything, and they came out with freeze dried cereal that had. Freeze dried strawberry, freeze dried uh, banana chips. Oh, I remember it. Freeze dried blueberry, and then when yeah. you added the milk, it was supposed to reconstitute it. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we that's nasty. We bought it at the there was like a closeout store in our neighborhood. I would imagine. Yeah. And we really loved was it. Was it called the, Astronaut Cereal? I don't remember what it was called. I did. It could have been General Mills. It could have been somebody else. But it was basically like putting Cheerios yeah. with freeze dried fruit. fruit. And you put milk in it. It didn't it taste was, so bad. No. It wasn't it's fruit, sugar, but I mean, it was like it taking w- a banana chip yeah. or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> but that was like a, a craze back then. Everything was freeze dried because it was like during the age of Tang. Yeah, oh, I this is what that. the astronauts. Well, no, they still have that freeze dried ice cream. I know when you go to like museums, <clears throat> you get astronaut ice cream, and it's supposed right. to be like, and it's just like a marshmallow. Yeah. It is. Yeah, yeah, with flavor in it. Well, we had that too, and they had. Again, during that same time, late late sixties, yeah, they had little ice cream cones. Yes, so it was a cone, cookie cone. I remember and it that. Had the freeze dried thing on top yeah. was the yeah, ice yeah, cream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd buy that at the store, and then it'd be like, oh, they're trying to get rid of it because nobody else is. We buying talked it. about this at this comic shop. You weren't there talking about candies they don't make anymore. Yeah, like there was a whole list of them. We were all shouting them out and stuff. Um, for one reason or like, another, what's a, name an example from when uh, you were a kid? Black crows. They were the little black licorice pieces. Yeah. You know what? They came in an orange-green box. Yeah. They don't make those anymore. Yeah. Choco Babies. We don't talk about that. They well, don't make those anymore. They were little chocolate babies. Do they still make Mike and Ike? Yeah. That's it. Like Good and Plenty? Yeah. Fruit and Plenty? Yeah, yeah. Choo Choo Charlie? Yeah. Yeah, that's all still out there. But they're Fu Manchus. They don't make those anymore. Yeah, I don't remember those. Those were like little wrappers of gum that had a fortune in them. Oh, like Bazooka Joe. Interesting, yeah. And you'd open it up, and there'd be like, you will... You know, fall into money today. You will choke on this candy. Exactly. Oh, Chew carefully. Uh, squirrel nut zippers. Remember those? They were like those really hard. Vaguely. I think, no, I don't know what they were. 
caramel flavor. They came yeah. in a red and yellow thing. They destroy your teeth. Yeah. A lot of these things are just well, like they, horrible. Weren't those ones like a marshmallowy thing with the yeah, nuts suspended in them? They were like... Um, like a nougat, but a hard nougat yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, you'd yeah, bite it, and then yeah. you're... It would crunch, but oh. then it would it would like give way, and then it would become like a, a gooey mass that stuck. Yes, and pulled your fillings. Yes, it out. pulled your fillings yeah. out. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Like sugar daddy. So clearly, the dentist. You know, oh, the dentist. It, I, association. I, I popped my filling out eating um, juju bees. No, remember those? Yeah, gooey my mom thing? loved juju bees. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, they were you like get, you'd get a good bite on them, and they and would stick suck your teeth, teeth together, yeah, and yeah, you'd yeah. pull your teeth apart. What was I eating? And would be I pulled a filling out. And the doctor told me, don't eat those. It was maybe jelly beans. Yeah. Because, and he said, you know what the worst one is? Again, people turning in to listen about comic books or finding out about dental things. Bagels are actually one of the worst things for teeth if you have fillings. Because of the softness, yeah. it becomes like a, a glue, yeah. like a putty. Yeah. So you're chewing it, and it just makes a suction and right. pops well, your filling right yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway. That's well, we, when I was a kid, there was Bad a dental. store. Bad dental. When I was in grade school, there yeah. was a store next door to the school. And it was uh, uh, run by a Greek family. Yeah. It was uh, Tapitz's, Tapitz's grocery store. Yes. But they had like big barrels of... Dollar, it was almost penny like... candies? Well, no, they had barrels of, dry, of, you know, like potatoes and whatever. They would have like produce in the big barrels. Yeah. And then they had a candy counter. Yeah. So you could get penny candies, which, again, something that doesn't exist. But the best ones mm-hmm. were candy raisins. They were my favorite. They were Can't, gumdrops. Like raisinets? No, they were gumdrops, but they called them candy raisins because they were raisin flavored or oh, something. Okay. And you could get like you know, you, you, if you went in with ten cents, mm. you'd come out with a bag of candies. Oh wow! Right. Yeah. Everyone's favorite, every, dentist favorite, but. Uh, Remember the dots? They still have this. Yeah, they yeah. came on sheets. Yeah. And they were just like droplets well, of the ones sugar. you have to peel off the paper. Yeah, you got to like and sometimes you scrape them off. You eat half of the paper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They, the, I remember the uh, ice cream man would sell those. They'd have them on a, uh, a like a roll, yeah. and you just how much do you want? And yeah. you just rip them out, and they give you a yeah. bunch of dots. Yeah, <laughs> and they sold they sold caps the same way for your cap gun. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, or don't L- get it mixed up. Or LSD <laughs> depends on which uh, guy you yeah. went to. Hey man, I got some dots. Can I get some reds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But you know, when I was a, again, when I was a kid, this was they used to make those. We had in Wisconsin. There was yeah. a company called Stark Candies, mm. and I know they made them in, in New York, Connecticut too. They were like coins. Okay, they were basically sugar wafers, but they were like they would come in a pack, like a oh, you know, roll about of coins, ne- necker wafers. Yeah, that's yeah, what they, they still were made here. Those. But in Wisconsin, they were Stark. Oh, they made yeah, them, and they were coins. Yeah, they came they're as, nasty. Well, they were Chalk candy. Taste. But they were yeah, candy. Like it's the same stuff, basically the same. Necco wafers, that's right. It's the same candy that they would use for sweethearts, for the yes, little heart yeah, it's things. The same thing, for but val- they were big, round, flat, like balance. the size of a coin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you could also get cigarettes. Yes, we used to and they still have, have the candy red, cigarettes. Like the little yeah, glowing red tip. Yeah, yeah. You'd have candy cigarettes. Yep. We used they to still make those. They used to have make candy cigars. They still make candy cigars. Bubblegum cigars. Because I remember when the kids were born, well, I got were, a box of blue ones for the, These would be like. I remember them being kind of like circus peanuts, that kind of yes, yeah, flavor. Yeah, 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 they weren't yeah, gum, yeah, they yeah. were actually candy. Oh. Circus peanuts is another one. Yeah. I used to like those too. You know that's how Lucky Charms started? The owner of the cereal company yeah, yeah. took a box of Cheerios and then cut up some circus peanuts, put them in there, and said, oh, make something like this. And that's how they got Lucky Charms. Would you see, when I was a kid, what? 
that was like a treat. My, yeah, it was. We had like, like shitty Cheerios. I remember, syrup. like you have to have plain cereals. The yeah, worst oh, was Wheaties. Corn flakes. No, oh, well, corn flakes were Wheaties. It was like yeah, was can't we have something with flavor in it? Yeah, 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 yeah. But then you were allowed to put a sprinkle sugar, of sugar, sugar. On it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's like why you can we get frosted flakes? But you could because frosted that. flakes had about 10, 10 grams of sugar, ten spoonfuls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your mom I do would remember only let you put one. I go over my grandparents' house, and they were always like. Pepsi and toothpaste. They had like the basic yeah, yeah. stuff. Yeah. And they had cornflakes. Yeah. It was just horrible. And he pour like I put milk. I put bananas in it. Yeah. Just to get some yeah, flavoring yeah, yeah. because it's like there's nothing. It's well, like bananas and cereal were a staple. That was oh, yeah, how you flavored that. Yeah. And you would take your cereal bowl and you go watch TV on Saturday mornings. Here's some. This is something from because I grew up that way. Yeah. My, my mom would not let us have too much sugar. Although no. we got away with it other ways by having a store next to the yeah, school. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah. But as far as breakfast, so you'd have to eat the crappy non-sugared yeah. stuff. Yeah. When my kids were little, yeah. there's clearly, because I talk to them as adults, they're traumatized because they what, what I would do is they would, I would buy regular Cheerios yeah. and then they would get like Honey Nut Cheerios. And you'd mix them. And I would mix them half and half. Uh, and they so always bad. felt like they felt cheated somehow because You're it was like they knew. Diluting the Cheerios. Diluting the sugar cut. Content. No, this is so bad. <laughs> well, they're traumatized by it because I hear about it every time we're all together. No. Remember when Dad did? <laughs> so, cereals, they had the Batman cereal, they've had Spider Man cereal. They had Superman cereal. Or was I don't that remember a super? They did it in the 50s. In the 50s, yeah. yeah it was yeah, like yeah. Superman cornflakes. Yeah, cornflakes, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But we were going down this whole other path. Originally, yeah. it was going to be about toys. Oh, yeah, yeah about toys. We were well, talking about, about that the before. toys? The falling off the package. Because you were talking about Happy Meals. Yes, I have Happy some Meal of those toys. Still. They don't make them like they used to. They no, were, they're crap. But McDonald's were never as good as Burger King. Burger King, Burger King did the better ones. They had elaborate stuff. Yeah. They had like dolls Burger King and did the Muppets. Stuff. They did yeah, the Simpsons. Muppets figures. They did the Simpsons, Simpsons figures. figures. Yeah. Um, they did all the movie stuff at a certain point because Disney Iron had Iron Man was over at Burger King. But Disney I had, had like the deal with McDonald's. McDonald's yeah. So all the Disney movies Toy were Toy Story and all toys. that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I moved plenty of those when I was cleaning my studio. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We have all the Hercules yeah. toys were yeah. sitting there. Yeah. Yeah. We had all the Toy Story ones. My kids were little. Yeah, yeah. And then like, Toy Story 2 was out. Then. Well, here's one. This is related to comics. What? I have Spider-Man <laughs> my, toys. My daughter, Rachel, was really big into the 100, 101 Dalmatians. Yeah, I remember those. And they had Disney 101 figures. around maybe... 2000. Some, in the, they did it in the 90s, I think. Because it was working... from a kid. Yeah, it was like... I just remember we, we, we were like, oh... We're never going to be able to eat enough McDonald's. because yeah, there was a hundred. So I called up figures. my I called up Mike Carlin because Mike Carlin often would go to McDonald's for lunch. Oh, he buy them. Yeah. And I said, Mike, if you're going, do yeah, you mind buying a Happy Meal yeah. and getting these? And Mike sent like a whole a bag. Big my mom would do that. Yeah, of, when my kids were little. So we now have a gigantic bucket still of oh, all the yeah. Dalmatians because yeah. yeah, yeah, they yeah, did a yeah. hundred and one of them. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. I know. I know. But that, the, the good old days. Many people in the graveyard right now collecting all those 101 figures. I they guess. buried them with them. But I them. mean, it's, it, it, think about it. They though. did have better toys. I remember. The toys I, were nice. My kids had Spider-Man toys from the TV show, the cartoon. Mm-hmm. And they, were, I, they had to be at Burger King. I don't think McDonald's did it, but they yeah. had like a, a, a Venom one. They had a Scorpion. They had yeah. Mary Jane. 
Peter Parker, his head would flip over. It'd be Peter Parker. His, well, they they did Spider-Man. The, the Superman Two-Face. Adventures, the Superman cartoon. Oh, we had those. There were a bunch yeah. of really fun ones from there. There's the Superman. Spencer that, had a little. The there's Hell one Cup. that he balances on his chin. I have that. Flying figure. Yeah, it's on the Daily Planet. Yep. Yeah, we had that. A couple stuff there. Then they did a Star Wars one like that too, but it's Boba Fett. Well, um, you were talking about how you opened up toys. Like when I, yeah. when oh, my yeah, kids were little, toys. I would buy them on the blister card. Yes. Like the Batman yeah. cartoon. And they had a Robin up. figure. They had a Batman figure. They had a cat moment. Yeah, yeah. Um, Penguin. Yeah, yeah. It was this whole line. And yeah. I remember I'd buy them, and then my kids would beg me to open them. And I'd be like... But they look so nice. Yeah. So I remember opening a Batman, and I opened a Robin. Uh-oh. And then Robin disappeared. There you go. And it was gone for a year. Yeah, and we could not figure out where in the house it was. Yeah, and then seasons change, and there he was. Take out the winter coat, and there's Robin in, in my son's. Pocket. He was in my son's pocket. Yeah, and I went, oh well, it was good that we. Well, found I hated him. the Batman figure because it had the cape, yeah. but it had like this little circle plastic ring that went yeah. around his neck. Yeah, yeah, and that would fall off in seconds, and yeah. you no cape. Batman without a cape kind of looks naked. You know, it's like. <laughs> What's that about? But there was a good. There's a lot of playtime involved with those. Well, no, we talked about this Bane figure. I told you, my son. Yeah. I bought this Bane figure from the uh, Arkham Asylum video game, and it was this big, giant figure, and it was heavy plastic, and he had all these yeah. tubes, and Owen really liked it, and it was sitting there forever in a, in a plastic blister pack. Yeah. I said, "Oh, here, open it up." Yeah. So I opened it up, and he plays with it for like two seconds, and then nothing. It just got thrown in the yeah, corner yeah. with the other toys. But I said the value went from. Mint on card to right. landfill, and I've found out since that that mint on card is worth about six hundred bucks. Yeah. Open, it's not. So we have a. I think the Bane figure we have is from the cartoon the movie. No, when oh. the, in ninety eight when the Batman three, the Batman and Robin yeah. came out. Yeah. So, uh, but you know what? I mean, here's the thing. It's like with comic books. Comic books are meant to be read. Yeah. They're not meant to be oh, no, sealed see, in plastic. I see guys that get toys 9. are meant 8s. to be played I, with. I, I know. I see guys coming to the shop. I go, how do you get nine point eight on a CGC, which is like a near perfect? Yeah. They go, oh, I don't. As soon as the books come out, they grab them and slap them, them in, in a bag, bag and yeah. board, and they mail it off to yeah. CGC. They never read it. Yeah. They just get it back. And if and that's go, the oh, case, why, like, why aren't they tens? I don't know. I've said that too. Why? Why is there no? It 10 makes no out? sense. I've worked at printing presses. Yeah. Are you telling me when that thing comes off the line, it's yeah. not a 10? It's a brand yeah. new printed it's book. It's not touched. It's, it's not, not touched. Open. So right. you, some, uh, what do you call it? Uh, the people grader. That, a grader yeah. is going to tell me that's not a 10? Yeah. Were you there? Yeah. I mean, I've, no I, literally, I've been there with newly printed yeah. stuff, saddle stitched right off the line. So isn't that perfect score? Well, when I was, a, again, when I was a kid. Why isn't there a 10? Back in the 1920s. Yeah. I mean, we used to go to, there was a store, and I was talking to a friend of mine about this. There was this bookstore in downtown Wisconsin, downtown Milwaukee, Wisconsin, yeah. and we were trying to. I was trying to visualize where this place was. I know I'd go to the newsstand. It was on Third and Wisconsin Avenue. Yeah, yeah. You'd walk up towards the library, which was on like Seventh or Eighth or something. There was a bookstore, Schrader's bookstore or Schwartz's book. I think it was Schrader's, and they had shelves full of books. Yeah. They also had comics in grocery bags. You know, there'd be like 20 bags full of stacked comics that you'd have to go through individually. Nothing was sorted. Oh. So you'd go on a Saturday afternoon and you'd 
basically go through each of these bags because something new could have been added since the last time. And they're being manhandled and bent and Well, folded. the thing was, they could still be in decent shape. Mm. So you would go through the whole thing, and here's the thing. They had started putting prices like they weren't 10 cents a oh, piece. Oh, no, they wrote them on the cover? So they put it on the back, pencil? they'd write in pencil. Oh. But on the back, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it would say a dollar, Yeah. whatever. So you could go through, and it was worth your time as a kid because you had limited money. You'd go through 20 bags because you might find another copy of that same book in better condition, oh. but with a different price. Oh, really? Yeah. So, so it was random. The guy was just marking them It up. depended on who was there when the books came in. Yeah. You know, but, but it was a great resource before the days of grading and all that stuff because you could find... You knew, as a kid, you knew if one book looked better than yeah. another. Oh, yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Less yeah, beat yeah, up yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So you could upgrade something that you had, even if That's it was cool. a good price. Um, but the grading stuff didn't... I don't remember that being a thing until maybe 73, 74. Oh, really? When, Even early back then? Yeah. Oh, the, oh that's when the, the price first guy... The first people when the, yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah, the yeah. first price guy yeah, came out. Mint, fine, good. And then it became good. like, oh, well, this is how much this is. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. I bought um, birthday money. I spent 25 bucks, maybe, mm. birthday money on Daredevil... Uh, the Wally Wood, like maybe eight, nine, Seven, ten, when he got the whatever. Right yeah, and they were in beautiful condition, but I paid like whatever the oh, yeah. guy charged uh, for for price, price guide, price, uh, or whatever. I remember it's paying seven dollars for an old Fantastic Four issue thirty. Yeah, and my dad was like, "Are you crazy?" Because yeah, yeah. I remember coming home and I saved up for it, and I'm like, "But I have issue thirty now, Dad." Well, you, this is a, Seven not to bucks. tell not to tell yeah. somebody else's story, but yeah. it, this always cracked me up because Mike Carlin and I would we had similar upbringings in a way. Both of us had or his dad owned a bar, I guess, yeah, yeah, or yeah. something. So, anyways, he was a kid. He went to a convention, one of those early Marvel shows in New York City. Oh yeah, because he grew up in Brooklyn. Yeah, and he got Jack Kirby's signature. Nice. And when he brought it home, his dad looked at him and he goes. Who's Jocko Ruby? <laughs> yeah. And he was like, that's Jack Kirby. How do you know? Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, a, you know, you're the, the authority well, figure throwing, yeah, yeah. casting doubt yeah, on, wait, yeah, this guy yeah, signed yeah, it. Of yeah. course it's the guy. How yeah. do you know it was him? <laughs> it was just funny. So I just remember the Jocko Ruby. <laughs> I think I'm going gonna, gonna to write to Carlin start telling him Jack, Jocko Ruby. I'm going to do that on Facebook. And I create a new persona. <laughs> yes, my father used to go yeah. to conventions yeah, you pretending might have to be Jack Kirby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you might remember me as Jack Kirby. <laughs> oh my God, I've got 20 books signed by him. I just think it's They're funny. worthless. I mean, what's funny about it is well, Spencer you're, Spencer when Bex, you're a kid, it's like yeah. what you're saying, spending money on something. Your your parents are in, in, inevitably, inevitably going to throw cold water oh, on I it. I know, I know. When I, I do was it a to kid, my kids. I spent, yeah. there was a fanzine called phase one or something uh-huh. was like a special uh eight and a half by 11 cardstock cover yeah. with a neil adams story and a bunch of like it was actually a professional type fanzine yeah yeah yeah. and i paid five dollars for oh it my god through the mail yeah and when i showed it to my mom like, expecting her to go oh my god she was like oh well that's actually very nice you know the cover's really thick she, yeah, she yeah. gave it a positive yeah, spin, yeah, yeah, yeah. as opposed to the what'd you waste your money hey, on you that kid, for did you, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you idiot what'd you spend your money on that for oh I I don't know if they had these a lot when you were little no they did the Marvel Marching Society yeah I was cleaning up around my place and I found out all these fan clubs that I had signed up for in the 70s and 80s but I kept the membership kit and I found like the Doctor Who Fan Club of America, and all it was was a Manila envelope with a letter and a catalog. Happy all Hitler's these... goose stepping. No, no, they were trying to they were trying to sell right 
merchandise. Yeah. And it was all yeah. T-shirts. Like yeah, you yeah. could send away for and get a, a, right. a T-shirt. And but that's all it really was. There really wasn't a fan club. Fan club. Yeah. I remember there was a Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Yeah. I joined that one, and they started sending you UFO. Uh, propaganda, right, like you right. know, we are not alone. I'm like, what is this? And now you can get that on Q. And now Q, you can get it on Q. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but no, they had uh, Star Wars. Obviously, they had. They didn't do an Indiana Jones. They did Star Wars. Well, they would. They I think did, the companies. They didn't do Superman. The companies realized that it was in their best interest well, to foster fan interest. Somebody because, ruined it for me the other day because you know, like when the 50s and says, "Hey, kids, send yeah. away for this, right. and you'll get a treat or a pin or a right, toy." Right. They said they were capturing your name. Yeah. It was a, game, a mailing list. Yeah. So when you signed up, now guess what? They got your name and address right, right. when they want to mail out advertisers. Right. You paid yeah. to get junk mail, yeah. basically, but I never well, thought of it It's as no that. different than now, except when you now subscribe you, don't have your, you, yeah. don't, you don't even have to agree to it to have them compile oh, your yeah, records. I know. How many phone calls do you get, Spam? Yeah. Well, the, when I was a kid, I joined... I was. Foom, um, Foom, Foom. Friends of I, Old Marvel. I joined Marvel Mania first. I was too young for the Mary Marvel Marching Society. Yeah. That was already kind of gone. Yep. So I did Marvel Mania, and it was the coolest thing ever because you, you, you know, it cost money kit. to subscribe, yeah. Yeah. and they came sporadically. But you got these 8.5 by 11 magazines right. that were nicely done. They came with, you got the posters, yep. you could buy them. You could get, you got like black and you white. Got a pencil, you, you got, got like a no bunch paper. of black and white yep. posters. But you could buy those large ones, which I used to have, which were great. And yeah. then I, at one point I sold them because I thought, whenever I'm never going to have room. Well, now they're on eBay for 200 bucks a oh, pop. Oh, they're huge. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I traded them for like a bunch of Thunder Agent comics. Did you really? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, but I still have my Marvel Mania. The Foom magazines the f- are worth something too now. I've got a couple. Oh, well, yeah. I have duplicates of Marvel Mania. I bought well, somebody else's. Flip them on eBay. Somebody uh, 80 bucks at a, a comic store back around 99, 2000. They got a collection, yeah. and you know when you're, as you get older, yeah. when you see a collection of stuff that mirrors what you might have, you get it. You think, "Ooh, somebody died." That's young. what I just the other day. <laughs> well, when you and I went to remember the Goodwill, you called me up. There was yeah, all these yeah, big yeah. hardcover books. And yep. We went in there, and they were relatively new. Yeah, and some of them had someone's name on them. And yeah. I said to you. Somebody probably just died. You always think that. I know because it's like they probably just. But got I got rid of this it. guy's Marvel Mania uh, fanzines, which yeah. is they have your mailing. You know what I got printed on them, so I knew somebody specific. It must be from England. I was going to bring it in to show you. It's a hardcover book. It says Fantastic Four Annual. Yeah. But it's a collection of Fantastic Four stories from the sixties. So they would do them called annuals. Yeah, they did DC it, ones too. Oh yeah, but it's a, a hardback. Yeah. Yeah. I, cool. it, it was like 20 bucks and inside it says to Anthony Merry Christmas were they black so and white? And so. no it's color oh okay but it was definitely it yeah. says no Marvel Mania was on the in thing so did they print up basically I don't know what it is it's just yeah. a very obscure thing but it was kind of cool to get yeah. you know what I mean but well when, like, when um, so they had Foom and then like in they did later, Wham I have that well one. later 70s it became that company in New Dover, New Jersey oh Heroes World Heroes World and they were selling like the uh, knockoffs of the Marvel figures from yeah, yeah. Uh, from Migo yeah. yeah no no the ones that were done through uh, Marks um, Marvel Mania or yeah the, the, the hard plastic ones the, but they were done through Marvel Mania Oh, this. and then they they took the the molds, yeah. and they remolded in different colors. Yeah, I've got those, the different color yeah. ones. Mine yeah. are all gray with painted. Mine I painted are all them like with orange model. and red. Yeah, no, and I blue. painted them with model paints yeah, and stuff. Yeah. But uh, 
But yeah, they had, and they also started selling those Mego figures. Yeah. at that in the later seventies. Yeah. the I remember getting all the model kits. I was too old by that point, but remember I remember the Aurora model kits. Yeah, yeah. I remember you get a little book inside in that the 60s, Neil did. The well, the sixties ones had they did Superman and Batman, and then they did Robin, and then in the like seventy one or something. That's when they did the ones that were big enough to fit the comic in. Yeah, those are the ones and I And Neil Adams did the Tarzan one. Yeah. Yep. And you I had Spider-Man and the Hulk and Captain, Captain America. America. I remember Batman swinging on a branch. Yeah. I have that. But that was the... They, they reused the model from the 60s. Oh. So Batman and Superman were like... Superman's Superman crashing through, through their bricks. Yeah, yeah. Those were redone, repackaged with the comic. And then there was a Robin, because I had the Robin. I still have the boxes. I don't have the. Oh, models. do you really? There were. I saved the boxes because they're perfect size for comics. I have the. So Alien, I have Tarzan, Spider Man, Hulk. I think that's all. Maybe I have another one, but I have the there boxes. There was a bunch of them. And I have my oh, comics. Oh no no, no 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 no! There was Superboy too. Because okay. it came with Crypto. Yeah. Because yeah. I had that. It was a little white dog. Well, no, the paints were all one. The plastic was all one right, color. You, painted you it had yourself. to paint it yourself. Yeah, 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 yeah you yeah, had yeah. to buy the model testers model testers paints. model paints. Yeah, and you'd get like the get high from. Yeah, it was like, hey kids. Yeah, put this in a bag and breathe. Drugs it are it. like a couple of years. Yeah, 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 yeah. Leaning in close, trying. I was to, five years old. I kind of wasn't. But glue don't you sniffing. remember that? I do remember that. You weren't glue sniffing, but Even you're working bad, close because you're, you're trying to glue yeah. some little detail on it, and had those fumes coming up to you, like, hey man, not not dissimilar to. The original uh, Sharpie type markers, those oh, solvent yeah. markers. Oh, you'd yeah. be, if you were sitting in your room where oh, there's no yeah, ventilation, yeah, yeah, you'd, be like, you'd be drawn Ooh. for a couple hours yeah. and be like, you'd get up and fall over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, I remember all those. Those I had. The, the barrel ones were the worst. B E R O L. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're well, not a sponsor, much, but boy, they were bad. Imagine how many brain cells you made. markers? Oh, my God. In the 80s? Yikes. But. What other things do we have? Well, there? we used design markers when yeah, I was yeah, working those. in commercial art. Design. Those were the things, and those the were like ones. alcohol based, yep. but they had the solvent in them. Yep. And if you were working on those things, boy, that the fumes came up. A, yeah, 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 yeah. Then Prisma Color came out. They were water based. They had not as bad a smell, and they had the two points. The chisel point. It took a point. while for them to the come point. out perfect yeah. that though. Yeah. I mean, it really was just. I think design owned that market for so long. I went to an art store, so I remember all the different stuff. Yeah. Well, you d- I remember that was one of the early big expenditures as a, a young Getting the, person. Oh, the big box the, set with markers. Set yeah, I remember that. Markers. They had the 12, 48, 96. It was like in Crayolas. And you know that Neil Adams did a lot of his color painting work with those markers? No, I did not. Yeah. And because it's all it was, faded now, too, because yeah, they, yeah. they were alcohol-based well, and they dried up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oops. But I mean, he worked. He used. I think he used Dr. Martens, which are also. Doc, I had a thing of the Dr. Dr. Martens. Yeah. Were also very. Uh, they would turn to fading. Yep. So if you put those without UV protection. Oh, forget it. The, yeah. Done. But what was the other thing we were talking about? Toys falling apart. Action figure. Oh, so if you do have a toy, do you keep it in the box or do you open it up? Well, I, most of them I have hanging on my wall. So I have like. So you don't open them. So there's no. just that. Because the I said there's that something that happens. Once you open it, it kind of takes away from it. It's like, yeah. yeah. Well, the problem with it is, again, it's, it depends on whether I bought it for the kids. Right. And if if it was for the kids and we played with it, then that's fine. Yeah, yeah. But you know you're never going to get all the pieces back together. No, so no, like forget if it. someone a had a, a gun or someone had a billy club or some accessory, it was, yeah. it was lost. I remember over at my grandmother's house having the Star Trek figures they came out with and Mr. Spock had his communicator, uh, which was just a little yeah, rectangle right. piece of blue plastic. Right. 
The thing was gone in seconds. Yeah. I never saw it again. Probably yeah. went in a couch cushion. Right. It was gone. Never. The couch ate it. You never well, saw it. That gets sucked up by a vacuum. No one's going to go through no. a bag of no. dust no. to no. find no. it. No, no, no. I remember when my kids had Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle toys, and they had, like, throwing stars and nunchucks, daggers. Oh, that stuff was Well, gone. when I was cleaning, I have you a... You found all that stuff? I have a Savage Dragon, and then I had the... Uh, other guy from Dragon, no, because oh, the, the Dragon cop. toys were done through the Mutant Ninja Turtle line. Yeah, playmates. He did, right, he did a, they did a Dragon, and he had like a billy club, because yeah. he was like a cop. And then they had the guy from Freak Force, who was orange. Freak Force, that's the right. The guy who was like orange, like a monstery guy. Yeah. So I have those two sitting on the shelf that I had to clean off from layers and layers and of years dust. of dust. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, it's kind of cool. The then they had all the Star Trek toys. I remember they came out. Remember that? I never collected Playmates. Star Trek because they always yeah. felt like, why would you want a toy for something that Based was on a live person. action? Yeah. yeah, it was just. Well, well I'm just saying all the superpowers toys, yeah. they're worth a lot of money yeah. now. I remember they had some obscure and they had ones. Cloth capes. Yeah, but they had, I remember getting Brainiac. And then they had yeah. Firestorm yeah. and uh, Cyborg. Yep. Yeah. It's really hard to get by. Is it? I yeah. think I got those. Cyborg is expensive. Is it? Yeah. yeah. I mean, you, the problem, again, it's all cool, but if you're displaying it on a shelf, it's going to collect dust. I know. And how do you clean all this? Like, I, I had these statues. I was sitting there with my... But why is I had my it, Daredevil but, statue. Yeah. Great, beautiful statue made by Bowen. Oh, Bowen you know, was great. Yeah, yeah. I'm Randy sitting there Bowen. going, okay, what do I do? So I tried vacuuming. Doesn't do it. No. All I could do was I got a big paintbrush, yeah. and I started brushing it off, and yeah, then, of course, crazy. it's all in the yeah, air, yeah, and then and I'm then breathing, breathing it. it yeah. in. Well, the thing of it is, too, why, though? Why are you collecting it, though? I thought they were cool figures. They were. I have a Doctor Doom by Randy Bowen. I have the, I have the Fantastic Four, all four of them. I only have one. I have Mr. Fantastic. The big stretchy yeah, yeah. one. I have that one. I have all those. I, I have, have Captain America with the uh, triangle shield. Oh, I have one of I those. I have Daredevil yeah. in the yellow and red. Don't have that. And I have uh, Black Widow. Um, I made a cool Spider-Man one. I didn't get that one. I did not get Spider-Man. I don't think I have I a Spider-Man. I got the Doctor Doom where he's like, oh, there's an arm yeah, folded and he's standing one. on the... Like, but I have way more than I have a Frazetta. Do you a really? Frazetta girl. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, it's cool looking, but do I need to keep no, this? No, of course not. I dusted it, and I was like, I should just put this in a box. <laughs> it's kind of like honestly, like Legos. They're cool, oh, but then man. once you build them, you don't know what to do with it. You just stare Legos at them. are the worst because my, my. What do you do with? You don't play with them. Both of my kids put my boys had all the Lego sets and then they had Bionicle. Oh, I remember And that here's stuff. the thing. Yeah. When you break them down, they're just, they look like Legos. Yeah. And it's just like a big mass and you, and of pieces. You can't make it back it's the like, way it how was do we, How do we no. tell what was part of this Bionicle? I remember was, when we started getting the Star Wars ones, we bought the Millennium Falcon. You, when you put it together, it looked good, but once you took it apart, yeah. you're right, it's just a pile well, of bricks. If it gets integrated with the other, you'll never you'll find never those pieces. Yeah. No. Are you guys ready for Yeah. So, no, I remember that. It's this. Well, I have a whole box. I got that's why they Tupperware look container the full of loose Legos that my son was like, yeah. just, he didn't know what I to do with them. I have those too. I have a Rubbermaid bin. Yeah. And when he would take the Star Wars figure, he'd throw them in the box. Yeah. And, but the, we would take the figures out. Well, I have you know a bunch of figures that? too. We had a bunch of the little mini figs, they call them. Yep. And his friend borrowed them for some kind of thing. We never got them back. Well, Not I'm all. I'm saying, like, if you got them back, what would you do with them? I don't know. Do people but they want just sell those? those, though. No, they just sell the little figures. Do they? Yeah. DC did a huge line of them. They had Superman yeah. and Shazam. Yeah, yeah. They're kind of cool. No, it's Because you know what cool. it is? I think it is because we grew up when they didn't have any of this yeah. stuff. So now that they have, like, 
tons yeah. of it out there. Yeah, well, like, we would go, oh, oh my God. Yeah, I want to buy that. I mean, you'd be lucky if you found a Superman action figure in the 70s and the 60s. Yeah, no, the, the, now it's exist. like I can go find 30 of them right now. And McFarlane, he does really, really intricate, yeah. heavy $30 figure. And they're, yeah. they're, they're, they're expensive. They're I nicely you, sculpted. Hot though. toys, yeah. I told you, they're like hundreds of dollars. Yeah. But they're crazy. Like the photo, Those are like the 12-inch. The 12-inch. The the 12 12 yeah, 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 yeah. They have yeah, cloth yeah. costumes. Yeah, but it's not like something somebody's going to play with. Right. Well, they're not know. meant to be. No, they're meant to be posed, I guess. But I can only think of my wife's got those Ladro statues. She's got like one or two of those, like you know, like a woman walking through yeah. a field with a little baby. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, I guess that's kind of equivalent to like yeah. Batman, <laughs> you know, like the we Joker. Put it right next to the put Batman. It right, yeah, so exactly. It looks like she's walking a, away from oh, Batman. Look, there's, there's a, a the beautiful mother holding an infant child. How sweet and so is that? Right next to like the Hulk ripping right. through a wall. <laughs> right. It's all the same. It's your certain point of view. Um, but it's all as you get old. Unfortunately, you look at it as being dust collecting Plugs, yeah piles of stuff know? or you know you have to clean this stuff I know it's cool to display but you have to clean it I know so if I if in, you know in what a I was perfect to? world I yeah. would create like plexiglass cases for everything so pinball machine oh, yeah. I always wanted a pinball machine yeah yeah in fact a terrific we have a Spider-Man one down no. in the basement who does we do it's, it's from about Bullshit. maybe 98 or something you it's, have a Spider-Man one? The Williams not one? A, not a, a not professional one. one. One was like a... Oh, the kitty one. The, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah It's yeah, full yeah. size. I know, it's, I know, but I'm talking it's about... It's electronic. There was one in the 70s, the Williams yeah. one. They had a Hulk and a Spider-Man one, yeah. and it had a big Romita. I think it was a Ross Andrew, maybe. Yeah. Or John Romita, I don't know. Art on the side. At Terrific Con 2022, happening this July 29th to the 31st <laughs> at Mohegan Sun. Tickets on sale now. Um, I'm going to have a guy bring in all... Superhero oh, arcade cool. machines yeah. in the corner, like the X Men fighting game. But you need quarters. I'm going to tell them put on free play, or maybe not. Depends the, on how much you got. Like the washer, has the quarters. washer, yeah, 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 with yeah, a little string, string on, on it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. No, because honestly, they had the Hulk. Was there a Superman pinball machine? The There's definitely was. a Batman pinball yeah. machine. There's a Hulk pinball machine, but they were great. But the thing of it is, the other day I realized you can go online now. And I was playing the Indiana Jones pinball, but it, it's not oh, real. Digi- it's yeah, digital. Right, right. Yeah. But you press the flippers That's and it funny. still works and stuff like that. I always wanted one of those. My friend Ed said he's going to buy himself a pinball. You know how big they are when you they're get them big, in your they're house? Heavy. They're very yeah, heavy. Yeah, but you don't realize how mechanical. it is. You're at an arcade. It's like a warehouse. But when yeah. it's in your living room, suddenly those you're things not did, fit Those it. things didn't have... Circuit boards. Those have. Oh, now, the, no, they no. had. They're full of metal. A lot of mechanisms. And yeah, stuff. yeah. Before it would be like a rubber bumper. Or yeah. Some lights go on. Now it's all computers. Yeah. It's all video game stuff. Well, the one that we have, Too the Spider-Man one actually. that we have, was really fun. But then yeah. we couldn't get the belts. The belts would break, and, and that's it. Replace yeah. the belts. Yeah. But they were fun. I went to. We played uh, several years. Oh with no, that. no! I went to Pintastic, which is a three-day pinball convention. Believe it or not, yeah. in Sturbridge, Massachusetts, they have a whole. Convention center. People with pinheads also. Oh this no, thing. no, no! But you walk in there and it's like, bing, 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 bing. It sounds like a casino, but it's all pinball machines. But it is so cool because they have right. all those machines grown up. They have like the remember the Playboy one? You put the quarter in. It was Hugh Hefner like on the glass with a bunch of Playboy bunnies, yeah. and it would make that wolf whistle like, <laughs> and you put the money. In. They had Fonzie. Hey kids. Hey kids. I think well, they had James Bond, if I'm not mistaken. I remember Moonraker. being, again, it's like when, I like you're, when you're younger. Yeah. I think I was in my 20s, went to San Diego, and one year after San Diego, it might have been 80, 85, 86. Yeah. 
Mark Evanier invited me to his after convention party in Los Angeles. And he had pinball machines? Yeah, he had a pin, full-size pinball machine, maybe one or two in his house. And I was just like, whoa. Wow, you're This it. is so yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, My friend had an arc, uh, Asteroids arcade machine and his dad had it. Remember that? You yeah, know, an arcade machine? It was there. But yeah. it was like, oh my God. And it's so primitive now. Thinking about all these video games the kids like had. Pac-Man was, Pac-Man, was like yeah. basically a console that you sat at and the screen was flat. So yeah. it wasn't well, there like was a that. pinball yeah. thing. So well, you they played had it. one like that and then they had... That's the bar one that you're yeah. talking about. Yeah. They have spent a lot bars. of quarters on that. Yeah. Pac-Man. Playing in the bars. No. But you don't remember the Atari games, do you? Remember the horrible I Superman? Remember I had them. that. I don't remember. I never had I them. Played I played those. them. Yeah. The I box had, art looked a lot better than the actual I game. Had Pawn. Well, every, that was a '70s thing. Yeah. Telstar. It was, it was like, like Sears. But it's amazing how exciting Pong was. Oh, yeah. yeah. Beep beep beep. Well, you, it was beep. like bop beep bop back yeah. and forth. It, was, it yeah. wasn't. It wasn't even like it was just a. You could use your TV for it, so it was kind of cool. No, but I'm just saying, I know Spencer played you Injustice. Down, or you no, got cash. Uh, he's played Injustice, which was like based on the uh, what if the superheroes went bad type of thing. So. Do you want to try to, do you want to just do I'm that? Do you see that? I'll call the day. Yeah. Right? I mean. It's fine. 15. Yes. Yeah, we're the 10% uh, heroes of six. the. No. We're the heroes of the place, right? A little be, more than 20. Like, yeah. yeah. So she'll be nice to us. We're discussing tips. When I walked in, I thought it was Sarah. Uh, I, uh, from a distance, I go, it's Sarah. It's yeah. For those long-time listeners, there is no missing, Sarah. Missing Sarah. Still missing her. So. Well, you were, the other thing you were mentioning, we are talking about the pinball stuff. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you. Yeah. We are talking about pinball, but yeah. it's funny how that whole gaming thing... I don't know if you're were if you were too old at that point to get into Nintendo and all that stuff because I was I was already yeah, an adult. No, no I'm and I, I never did. I, I never did really any home video game stuff. I didn't do that either. except when the kids were little and we did Nintendo sixty four and we yeah. Did the, when my kids you know, were little, they got into like uh, Xbox. That was the thing. Xbox. Xbox. We never did that because Xbox was more adult. Yeah, so I was trying again to. Limit no, they had the Wii. They had the games. Nintendo stuff. Yeah. They had the little Mario. Uh, but it's a whole generation yeah. that is now. I remember we, we tried for the longest time not to get them that stuff because yeah. we didn't want the guns. Yeah. And then it started go with to their Halo. House. No, they started oh. with Halo, which was like, oh, it's not killing, it's yeah. robots and monsters. Right. And then next thing you know, it turns into Call of right, Duty, right. which is shooting people in the head. Yeah. yeah. And now it's just all over well, the place. It's like military training. It, pretty much. I've yeah. always thought of it. It's like Ender's Game for Indoctrination. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when my kids were little, that as they each kid got older, since they were all three years apart, yeah. By the time my youngest son was doing stuff, it was already pretty much violent. Yeah, yeah. But it, but if we we still stuck to Nintendo See, because I Nintendo always was always family friendly. Yeah, they always were. No, so they're more do kid Smash oriented. Brothers was just That's fighting. what we do at our yeah. show. But yeah. it's all cartoony. Yeah. Mallets on the head. Like I would play Bugs Smash Bunny. Brothers with them, and they would kick the crap out. Yeah, of them. Um, they still do. It. You know, and it was just funny because, like, okay, I'll take it. <laughs> no, I used to like. I used to like. That's why the only ones I really liked when the kids were there were the Lego ones. Oh yeah. They had like Lego Star yeah, Wars yeah. and Lego 
uh, superheroes. Yeah. Because they were like cartoony, but you're not really killing people. You're going catching The one points. thing that, and again, this shows probably how boring I am. Yeah. When I was a kid, yeah. the height of anything was to do something adult. And it, to me, adult didn't mean... They didn't play video games. It didn't mean shooting things. No. It meant driving. Oh, so you like when, driving games. Huh? When the kids were game age, the first yeah. thing I bought was Mario Kart. Yeah, I remember that. You know, and that yeah. was the game I played with them the, because it was just fun. A simulation. When I was yeah, in the and then there was 80s. you know there was uh, that was that was appealing to me. Yeah, yeah. Because if you're a kid, you're like, you know, you want to grow up faster than you. But at a certain age. What do you want to do? Like when you're 10 years old, yeah. the coolest thing would be to drive. Yeah, 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 right? yeah, yeah. But when you're 15, it's like, well, I can't wait to drink beer. No. Or so they had so, Tapper, which so. you would you'd serve beer to people. Oh, really? That was like, oh yeah, that's an arcade. Yeah, I, I knew the game name. No, I just no, never no. Knew that's the... what it was. Dan Yance told me about that's that game. That's hilarious. God rest his soul. But you know what? Uh, no, the video game thing never really was a big deal for me because I just thought about the amount of time. Because if you sat there for six hours, not that I do a lot with my free time. It's the like, same as about internet. It's it a, is. It's to a me, time it's the same waster. like, yeah. well, no offense, but even watching like shows, yeah. somebody goes, oh, you got to watch this TV show. I go, well, what is it? They go, oh, it's 15 episodes. But you're and you're multitasking go, when you're doing I know. That. I have it on in the background. Reading the comic. I'm doing, reading, doing No, like I say, Ed told me about Severance. You told me right. about Severance. Yeah, yeah. I put Severance on. I'm sitting there at my computer. I'm yeah. updating the Terrificon website. Oh, oh. But I'm watching. I'm not really paying yeah, yeah. attention to that well, that's too the much. Problem, you, do have, you, you have to focus have to on focus these things because I go, yeah. "Oh, what happened? Who just? Got yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. why is John Turturro crying? What did he do? Yeah, yeah. So that type of thing. I'm not really devoting that. Yeah. But you have this guilty thing. That's yeah. why podcasts are cool because I can listen to them while I walk the dog, or I'm driving, yeah. or I'm doing something else. So it's yeah. like you're being entertained while you're doing no, two I for hear one. You. I hear you. Imagine just like sitting there listening to music. Because when I was a kid, I remember you put records on. You'd listen to the whole album. You literally sit there in your room yeah. and listen to I the still words. Do that. Yeah, you but don't do no, that? now I have it in the background. I literally will put a music on. Yeah, I get into music, and I mean, I still do. I still buy albums. Yeah, but we've ruined even like comics. Yeah, I notice myself. I get like a short attention span now. It's like, yeah. oh my god, how many more pages is yeah. this thing? I just read the new Rocketeer book. Okay, is and it good? I forgot. I didn't no, buy it's it. It's good, I, but. Yeah. The guy did a lot of swiping of light box images, like uh, of Dave Stevens' work, yeah. and then you could see—I could see the reference pictures. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know if that's really drawing or what, because it's almost like, did he? Why didn't he just get a pair of scissors and cut out the pictures and glue them down? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. if you're reading a book, and it's you're, an and you, and you, yeah, well, sure. But if you keep stopping and going, oh, he got this image from this book, and he got yeah. this image from that book. Well, if it takes you out of it, then it does it's take you. It's but, distra- it it's distracting. I mean, Dave unfortunately didn't do a lot of Rocketeer well, the, material. But in the book, they're trying to make a sequel to the Rocketeer, right. his Dave Stevens storyline. Right. You got to remember what really can you do with it, and it kind of comes into the story real like he's finding that the Nazis have a secret camp outside of California in the woods. Right. What's he going to do? He's one guy with a rocket pack and a gun. That's you about can, it. You can write plenty of Rocketeer well, stories. I think it's just a matter of coming up with something that is a compelling. I mean, you would think that after one Indiana Jones movie, what are you going to do next? Well, that's they true. made each one different enough. Yeah, you know, and I think that's the key with with anything. No, because I like the character of the Rocketeer. Yeah. I'm just reading yeah. though that it has its limitations. Yeah. Like he's not well, this nuclear scientist. He's not no, a smart but the thing guy. To remember, he's like, Joe Blanco. You know, Dave. Dave was a huge Doc Savage fan. 
Yeah. Well, Doc and, Savage was a scientist and all that. But I'm saying Doc Savage had his gang with him, and there were probably 50 books at least. Yeah. Doc Savage Adventures. So it's not the concept that's limiting. It's just the imagination of the writer. I, I basically, because I'm sitting there going, this is the best they got? Well, I was, I was going to say, like, I went through, um, I was recently reading the Moon Knight, the new comic. Yeah, yeah. I read issue 10, and I was like, wow, this was a good, because I didn't really buy any of the ones previous. Oh, this, I've been I trying to catch up all the time, different versions of but it. But I understand yeah. that Jeff Lemire, Lemire, whatever. Yeah, did, I just did read that one. Ones. I don't, he was in, you I'll should give loan, the me, the, I'll loan the it to me, because I'd read yeah. it. Yeah, he was in the mental hospital, and that's where he's coming to grips okay. with the different things. But this new one, I think, has been good. And I don't know yeah. what that other one was, but clearly it changed stuff. But the new one's really good, and issue 10 was kind of like, oh, wow, that's yeah. really cool. Did you, well, I don't know if you're up to I'm date up to, on I am on that one, because the TV show is based on, like, everything. Yeah. Because I'm like, I read they the... always do their own thing. No, I know, but I read the original Doug Munch, yeah. Bill Sienkiewicz stuff, yeah. and Mensch, and then it went off to the Tales of Note Conchu, right. which he's coming to my show, Terry Kavanaugh wrote that the oh, fist that Terry? Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's Terry and then he was more of a superhero right. and then they made him into this uh, Bendis well, no it was Lemire Bendis one of them did the whole schizophrenic right, right. these different personalities and they type give, did they give him this, the religious kind of organization who did no that wasn't Bendis because that's kind of how it's set up well, in this one no in the Lemire book he talks about him being Jewish and his father well, and they've got like a, it's basically yeah. like it would, it's like taking the shadow to an extreme when the shadow saved somebody, that person had to kind of swear oh, allegiance a favor or yeah. allegiance. So in this case, it feels like they've become the church of Moon Knight or something. Oh, no, that's not in any of these books. This was more of him not knowing who he is. Yeah. Like, who am I really? Am I Stephen Grant? Am I right. this guy? So the, the, the show, the TV show, is doing pretty good because there, there's only six episodes. Yeah. But they're introducing his whole, like, yeah. is he really a secret agent? And then you're going to get thrown for a loop because he's going to be in a mental hospital like maybe all of this stuff's imaginary. Yeah, I was thinking, like, I don't know, that's one, The it's not a criticism, but after two episodes of Moon Knight, yeah. I don't have a sense of where anything's going. Going, yeah. You know, I mean, that's not a bad thing, but it's just like, with six episodes, when does... Where's the bad the guy? Main, well, the bad guy's um, Ethan Hawke. The main, whatever, the main... MacGuffin? Thing that's yeah. running the show, the main engine for the story. Yeah. Is that tied to Ethan Hawke? It has to be to a degree. It is. Yeah. Is it tied to those scarab scarabs? You yeah. Know? I don't know. Well, so, we'll find out. So yeah. episode three is on tomorrow. I like it so far. I just can't picture Oscar Isaac, and because it's a stuntman in that outfit, he's not like, well, like Jack the, superhero. Guy. The second one, I really what I liked about it was the suit thing. The they suit, did do the Mr. comic Knight, with the yeah. regular, yeah, yeah he the had the regular guy. white suit with yeah. the mask. It was yeah. like, well, she kept saying summon the, the suit, suit on, and he goes, "I like the summon suit. the suit." So yeah. that was his concept of what the suit would look yeah, like. Yeah, it was yeah, just yeah. kind of a funny bit. No, and then, um, no, but I do. Good. I'm still yeah. missing. Peacemaker left such a huge void for me. Yeah, I'm still missing There's something no like that. Show. Yeah. Well, that one specifically was just to me. It was like every week, wow, what's going to happen next? Yeah, yeah. You know, it felt it felt uh, compelling enough that. When it's gone, I mean, Doom Patrol, any of those shows aren't going to really fill that void for me. Yeah, yeah. I do like those shows, but like Titans, I'm always frustrated by it. I mean, I like it, and then I go, wait, you know why did they do you know that? What? The last season of Titans, which is for season three or four? Three, three I think. 
it started off so cool with yeah. the whole Jason Todd yeah, story, yeah, yeah. and then it went off to left field with the Starfire story. Yeah. Then it came back into Jason yeah. Todd, and it kind of ended okay. But it's the first three episodes were amazing when Batman was yeah. on it, yeah. and then it just went off the cliff. I was yeah. like, "What are you doing here?" Yeah, I, I just uh, again. I don't know. Maybe it is. Was that that wasn't season? No, that's the one with Doom Hawk. Patrol is on yeah. three seasons, so that would be three seasons. Yeah, yeah. The second se- second one still bothers me the way it ended. And Starfire? Are we talking no, about Titans? Titans? Yeah. yeah, I didn't like season two. I didn't like season one actually. Season three, that's the best yeah. one they had so far. I mean, I like elements of it. I just feel like they fail at critical junctions. Yeah, it's like. Well, when you look back, when it's all, all over, when it's done, you'll say, "Oh, there was a, like remember Gotham." Yeah. I look back at Gotham. I go, Gotham was always a. I don't know. Yeah. It never really hit its height. You know what I mean? It never got as good as it could have been. You know. I mean, I got to uh, episode. It three. was entertaining. I got to epi- episode three of the uh, the Alfred show, whatever. Oh, Pennyworth. Pennyworth. Yeah. And it's not compelling enough to me. It still sits there every time I go on HBO. I Mac, see it. it yeah, says, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you like, haven't finished watching this. No, I just. Did you watch the one about the Codebreaker? Is that when he had to get him out? Martha I'm Kent. Up to three, I don't know. Is that when he had a, like, he was working for Martha Kent and there was a guy that was a homosexual? Not yet. And no. the, oh, this the British was, government is, was going to castrate him, no. so we had to get him out. This was about the last one I remember. It was, bothers me. It had to do with the father, Thomas Wayne. Yeah. And the, his Pennyworth's girlfriend gets kidnapped by well, the crazy lady. Did and you watch the part where Penny, his girlfriend's father said she can't be with him because he's nothing but a butler family? Yeah. You saw that part, yeah. right? So the problem with that show is it's created its own universe. So there's yeah. like 60s, yeah. and then there's like 80s yeah. disco. And you're like, wait a minute, when is this story taking yeah, yeah. place? They try to be like, and that's fine. Well, it's the same know, guy who did Gotham. Well, that's, that's what it makes creator. sense. Is yeah. it Goyer? No, it's David not Goyer. Goyer. It's the whatever the guy oh. who uh, I can't remember. No, his but name. the Danny point. Cannon and there was two guys who did Gotham. Danny is Cannon, Go? was one G O U G. That was the know. guy. Michael Go was on Smallville. That was, well, that was yeah. That was uh, yeah. Those two guys, yeah. Millar. Yeah, yeah. Not Mark it Millar. It wasn't them. No. But. No, but every time I watch Pennyworth, the guy's accent drives me nuts, and his hairline freaks me out. It's like literally oh, about oh. a half inch above yeah, his yeah, yeah. eyebrows, yeah. and just goes he's got like, the widow's. Beard. He's got the wit. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. Like, like Eddie Munster. Eddie <laughs> yeah. Munster had that haircut. I think he's one that patented that widow's peak. I just don't feel like. I mean, I, I can like what I saw, but I was like, wow, the tone is the so The accent weird. drives me nuts, and I can That's do it sometimes. No, the, when I watch it enough, I watch it's just it like... and the tone is like a little weird because it can go really violent. Yeah. And then you're like, well, is it's just a little jarring. Oh, me. no, no. Did you see when they were having the card game and they just shot the guy by accident blew his head off? And I'm like, wow, that's dark. See, it was kind of like Pulp Fiction. I expect that in something like I've been watching, um, after years of wanting to watch it, I've been watching Ozark. I heard that's good. Bateman, yeah. And I got through the first season and I really loved it, but you expect that stuff to happen because it's yeah. kind of breaking bad. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So you expect the, the violence to be kind of like, ugh, you know. No, I haven't watched it. But, um, and that's really good. I still think that one, the, the Michael uh, Chiklis Coyote on oh, I Paramount seen that Plus either. Yeah. is so good as, again, in the Did you watch that bad. Yellowstone show? Yeah. Sharon loves yeah. that show. I really like the um, I like the the prequel eighteen eighty three or whatever yeah, yeah, it was really yeah, yeah. good. I, Yellowstone, I'd watch it and then it would go. It's like Dallas with like sex and drugs. It's like Dallas crossed with the Sopranos. I mean, there's like with the Sopranos. Oh, really? You haven't watched it? There's no. like some really hardcore violence, hardcore shit. stuff, and you kind of go, "Who am I rooting for here?" Yeah, that's what it reminds me of. So that kind of puts me off a little bit because it's like. 
you know, you take characters that you want to pull for, yeah, and you yeah, go, yeah, wow, yeah. these guys are as bad or worse than the guys that are no. episodes. Yeah, yeah. But, what uh, did I, and I sit there and I start screaming that I can't watch these shows, but yeah, now that I'm still watching the Samsung Network, and I go, oh, they have Doctor Who on now. Uh, they have 50 years of like old Doctor okay. Who shows, and I was sitting there literally watching 1962, first Doctor Who was on this morning. When he, the, you, I don't know if you ever saw him, but this guy, William Hartnell, he was the original Doctor Who, yeah. and it's so bad. It's a yeah. BBC production. It looks like it's done in someone's basement. Right. And it's like, I say, there's my phone booth, and it was all about how it would turn into right. another. Right. It looked like a police box, and then the... The acting's over the top. But people were starved for science fiction. Oh, I know, but, they, back but then, he met so cavemen, you, and they yeah. were literally walking around with I, like like furry <laughs> underwear on with a, ooh, I'll kill you. you know? But it was, for its time, 1962, right. this was probably like Star Wars or something, you know what I mean? But, <clears throat> well, meanwhile, we the had. The Daleks were pretty cool. We had stuff like Land of the Giants. I know. Or the Time right. Tunnel. Time Tunnel, Land of the Giants. Voyage, of, Voyage to the Bottom of the Sea, it's Lost in Space. Or Irwin Allen was a maniac when yeah. it came to TV well, shows. Well, Twilight Zone was still my favorite. I, I mean, from that era. Oh no, Twilight Zone was that classic. was really that little was, when I when there was. Yeah. I remember watching them when they were new. Yeah. And I. You know what we just reviewed had on been pretty like five years. You old. know what we just reviewed on the Mitch and Ed's Excellent Adventure on YouTube, which you should subscribe to it right yes. now and help us out. Uh, we just reviewed The Man from Atlantis with Patrick uh, Duffy. I never watched it. Ran for 13 episodes. Was there were 14 movies. It started off good, but then yeah. it turned into Batman 66. Uh, it was like, there's think, a guy yeah, they had a who's template amnesia. where they couldn't shake, yeah, he they couldn't know, shake the template. They had yeah, the no, they did. Man. They did campy. They went into, like, he's fighting the seahorse man. Right. He's right. fighting, instead of Mr. Mixapitalik, uh, right. Pat Morita comes on with a flute, and I'm right. a mystical little imp, and I'm going to Because they knew Batman. Batman worked. Yeah. Well, they even had Victor Buono on as the bad guy. Yeah. Remember when he was Batman? He'd be the big fat uh, King Tut. King Tut, yeah. Yeah, who taught at Yale University in New Haven was the only time the real world was ever into Batman 66. When they go, oh, Professor whatever his name was that became King Tut. (laughs) I like he'd get bonked on the head and then immediately put a Brillo pad on his chin and be like, I'm going to get you Batman. He had his delivery. <laughs> this is Edward G. Robinson. <laughs> and then when he'd get knocked on the head, he'd come back to the professor. He's like, what, what did I do? Right. And I go, it's okay. I'm like, is that work in real life? Is that like... Send is, him back to the university. Yeah. No, He's does harmless that, Does that work? Is that like... Uh, Just keep him away from head bonks. <laughs> a mental... Uh, what's the word when you're convicted of a crime? Right. Like, well, insanity. Yeah, right. yeah. Mental incompetent. Well, we just hit him over the head, and everything's right. okay now. Right, time to hit him again. Yeah. Oh, now I want it's to like kill him. Like an on/off switch. Yeah, basically, he's got like do not touch. Times were so much different. I know, right? So simpler. Now they just. You... I just think it's funny though that all that like there's so many shows. That you you were too young to be part of this, but in '66 when yes. Batman hit. Well, since I was born was in '66, I'm yes. saying it was the number one show, quickly followed by Green Hornet, Mister Terrific. Yep. Captain Nice, yep. Green Hornet, and then you know, within a couple of years, you had that really crappy Wonder Woman with Kathy Lee Crosby. I saw that as a, as a kid. I watched that as a kid. Yeah. Ricardo Montalban. She was in that stewardess suit. Yeah. Like, why is she wearing that? She was in an episode of Kolchak. Oh yeah, she was. She, she was in like the, the Venus, the succubus. some kind of god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or yeah. She was like, taking people's youth. Yeah. And I said, to Red Rachel, Brown is in that. Yeah, what? I saw him in that too. I right? said to Rachel, Hey, there's that guy played Captain America. Said, he was at Mitch's show. Those are still fun. Speaking of people at Mitch's show, John Davey and Michael Gray yes. have been announced this week. 
as you Mike, might Michael Gray. Michael Gray is Billy Batson and John Davies Shazam from the 70s yep. Saturday morning TV show yep. that yep. ran with uh, Davy was the second, sh- second Shazam. captain Les Tremaine yeah. was the uh, mentor who had yep. no name he just like, right. drove the Winnebago he kind of stood in for Shazam and uh, you Uncle know Billy Dudley. he would always be the voice of reason well you have that radio voice yes he did yeah he's like I don't know, Mentor. Should I really set fire to this house just to kill the uh, yeah. girl that I doesn't want to go out with me? Well, you know, Billy, violence never caused or solved anything. Yeah. You're right, Mr. Mentor. I won't kill her. I'll just have to turn into a giant adult, and he could do things and run away. Uh, it's a very bizarre concept when you watch that show. Strap me to the front of a truck <laughs> and break yeah. my spine when we hit rocks in the road. <laughs> <laughs> well, he will be a terrific con, so you can ask him all about will that. He, will he have like a cane or something? No, that's he's got a He was a prize fighter. He was I'm a heavyweight saying, fighter. Think about that. And a so U.S. Marine, buddy. He was planking before planking. I understand that. Because he yeah. was projected over the hood of a truck. And he had good core camera. And good core every, strength. Every time that that truck hit a bump, that's right. his back Damn would, right. Was, how long can you handle that? How long well, you, he's still with us. He'll be a terrific con. You get his autograph for the man's strongest backbone. He's got something that this generation doesn't have as a backbone, damn it. And he's here and he's there and he's going to be at Mohegan Sun on July 29th of July 31st. Tickets and on sale have those now. Posters. And Jerry will have his posters that he did for the, the DVD. DVD. We'll yeah. Buy him now. Also coming to the Mohegan Sun, Phil Lamar just announced yesterday. Oh, yeah. cool. Did you ever watch Lost? I yes, never did, but did. the uh, Dr. Chung is going to be at the show. His name is Francois Cha. Oh, yeah. He was also Shredder in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Okay. He was the father for the Tick. Yeah. On the Tick, he was his, his dad. Oh, okay. And he was also the voice of a G.I. Oh, Joe character. Oh, he's a familiar face. Yeah, oh, you yeah, know, yeah, as yeah. soon as you see him, you go, oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's on The Expanse as well. Right. If you watch The Expanse, which I do know. But other people do. I have uh, Keon Loke. Keon Young, I'm sorry. And he was in Westworld. Okay. He was... Uh, did you watch... Not Westworld. Driftwood. Drip Westwood. What was Deadwood? That Deadwood, that show. Did you watch that? I did watch it. He was on that show. Okay, cool. He's the one that introduced Opium to the Wild West. <laughs> you never saw that episode? Well, there was a... There was a in, on Westworld, there was the... Not Westworld. I mean... Deadwood. Deadwood there was a... a Deadworld's another story. Chinese... That's the guy. ...guy who... Yeah. who they'd take their bodies to him and he'd yeah. feed them to the pigs. Mr. Wu. He'd feed them to the pigs. That's, That's Mr. Wu. <laughs> yeah. He's coming to the show. Cool. And out back, I will be doing that to unruly fans and former comic book creators that get in my way. If they don't, do Howard Shaken, you're going to feed them to the pigs. Feed them to the pigs. What do we got back there? Yeah, we got a corral of hungry pigs. Exactly. <laughs> Whatever happened to Paul Kupperberg? <laughs> I don't know, but here's Wilbur's here's, pretty full tonight. Here's the Superman belt buckle. I know. That's all I see. That's the only Remy's. thing. Is that Dan Jurgen's hand? I don't know. Find out this summer at Terrific Con. July 29th to the 31st. Uh, what other people? Lots of people are coming to this show. Lots and lots. Gee, lots. Mitch, what, what big stars do you have? Uh, Jerry Ordway. Not me. And uh, Mark Bagley. Did you get any big media, John Romita Jr. big media stars? I do. I happen to have Alan Richson. Yes. You might know him as the star of Reacher. Yes. On Amazon and Prime. he was Hawk in, Hawk, uh, in uh, Titans. And he was uh, Arthur Aquaman. Curry. Yeah, yeah. Smallville. Smallville, and he was also in the Hunger Games as well. Yeah. He's been in a lot of stuff. He's done something called Blue Mountain State. Oh yeah, plays a football player. He's a he he's seemed a, like a nice. He would be a good Captain guy. America. I was thinking about that. 
they would, but they wouldn't cast somebody like that. I, well, they should. He would. I mean, he's probably he'd he's be a good U.S. agent. Maybe six foot two six or something. Three. Hollywood, nice you know, no, sliding it's a scale. Good guy. You don't I will have a tape a measure at the show. Have, can you do that? You yeah. Know, you need to I'm get gonna, Michael I, Shannon. I'm going to start doing it. You hey, need to get Michael second. Shannon so that you can have everybody measured against him. He's about five, six, seven, isn't he? He's it? supposed to be big, but he yeah. must have a really big head because Mike. It's proportion. Kids always crack me up because I, I, I basically General gauge Zod. him when I see yeah. him in a show and I look yeah. at other actors standing yeah. next to him. I go, wait, how's that work? I don't know. But he'll be there as well. Why does that my compulsion? But that's my compulsion. You're obsessed with people's I heads. Bruce Willis no, with people's heights has a huge because I think I think Hollywood John Cusack Hollywood huge lies head. in their bios. Everybody's six foot tall, even if they're even five Captain foot six. America. Chris Evans said six feet tall. He's standing toe to toe. I'm five ten, and not, I remember not five eight like certain thing, listeners. But the funny thing about that is. I would buy into You're it. You're taller than Superman. Everything's yeah, yeah, but everybody's cast appropriate, right? Yeah. So if you start with Robert Downey, you, gotta you can get a guy who's like five ten, and he seems huge next yeah, to Robert Downey. Right. So, but the funny thing was when Chris Evans was doing a signing of some kind, yeah. and then Chris Pine came. Oh, was Pine tall? Came up behind him, and he like tapped him on the shoulder, like yeah. you know, and then Chris Evans got up, and Chris Pine's like. Oh no! Really? Is taller than him, and I was like, "Wait, wait! Never Pine's heard, taller than Evans." You never get the sense that Chris Pine is tall, but then he clearly is. I told you that when I'm standing eye to eye with the guy, and I'm looking yeah. down, and going, "You're not six feet." Yeah. Cap. It's fine. It's not like it matters, but to me, it's always funny that they lie. Hollywood actors try to enhance that somehow because maybe it affects their ability to get roles. I, I don't, don't know. know. Harrison Ford's six one. I know that because he stood next to yeah. me. Well, had a, a part but of his, Mark Hamill's 5'10". But Harrison Ford had part of his spine dissolved. So he, he did. He lost about two inches. Sure. After that. Yeah. Sure from that. that was after the, the <laughs> papaya treatment he got. Which is true. Um, yeah, so who else is coming? A whole bevy uh, Stellar Scott. Do you have Bevy coming? I have Bevy. <laughs> My favorite new rap artist, Bevy. Is that a thing? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Just making it I'm up. too old. As someone reviewed the show, <laughs> Mitch shouldn't be in charge of the guest list. He's too old. He brings people like Landon the Lost. So, yeah. Well, as you get older. They get older, too. They get older, too. That's right. They were all 15 years old when I was eight. I know. think maybe in another year, if I come to your show, I'll be using a walker or something. I believe that will be so. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> so, yes, a lot of people are coming to Terrificon. You will be, too. Is Dan Jurgens coming back? He is coming back. And we have a what, Superman anniversary coming up pretty soon, too. Oh, I don't know. Do you? I think Death of Superman. 30 in, uh, years. 92, right? November yeah, or something? Yeah, 92. I was, yeah. That's scary. People can bring their books and stand in line and talk about how they bought 30 copies. Brett Breeding coming back? Yes, he is. So we have Brett Breeding, Dan Jurgens, me, anybody else from the Superman? No, but I just saw Bogdanov sold his cover to uh, Death of Superman. I did see that. How much for $500,000. Oh, good for him. Yeah. How much does Heritage take out of that? I don't know, but that's a nice payday. Yeah, good for him. I mean, that's the advantage of holding that stuff. I wonder who bought that. Some real, some New York firm yeah. that's buying investing. That's what I've heard. Say, you know what? Having watched Ozark, which yeah. is all about money laundering, yeah, I keep thinking about how the collectibles market has is just exploded yeah. in the in the last couple of years, and it makes me wonder whether that's yet another aspect of money laundering. Oh, yeah. Did you see Captain America once sold for three million dollars the other day? Well, I saw. 
there's another one that did. What was the other one that just had? Um, well, Spy- uh, Spider-Man. AF-15 went for millions. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. like multiple millions. And I went, so if you're paying that much for a comic, right? That's it. That's a more effective way than a construction project you. to, uh, you know, launder cash. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying. I'm saying too. I, my wife's like, "Oh, are we putting more stuff for retirement?" I'm like, "Why?" Well, the, Let's go buy some books. About ten years ago, the fine art market mm-hmm. exploded, and you, it makes you wonder. People would go in, like some rich guy would come in. I understand that. Like if you go to an art show, yeah, and it's some new artist, and you buy the entire gallery, right? It's a it's peanuts if you're a rich guy because in that sense, it's an investment, right? In the fact that, but it, it also gooses the artist's reputation if this whole show sells out. Yeah. So you have this one guy who's got it all. He's created interest in this artist just by buying everything so he can then sell pieces. Yeah. He, he's kind of creating a, a, an interest a in yeah. something. Yeah. So if someone comes in and spends a couple million bucks for a comic book, right. that brings more people going, wow, yeah. I can park two million bucks into a copy of a, gold, a Silver Age book. All-Star Squadron 1. Yeah. If only. If only. I've still got like 50 copies Everyone of Infinity does. Inc. number one. That's right. No, it's just, it's interesting because it's it's kind of like someone buying artwork. I think. You know, it's beyond any collectible sense. Yeah. Like if you're a, an, a true comic fan. Right. And you wanted a piece of art, you're buying it from someone at a show because it's cheaper than something that's going to cost you 10,000 bucks or yeah, yeah, 20,000 yeah. bucks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that doesn't help anybody in a way. You no, know I what mean, I mean? It's like it's gotten beyond the point of it's no longer for fans, no, right? No, no, it's all for investment companies and yeah. such. Yeah. And I mean, I think that, that that's where it seems that's to where a lot of the, funds, the last a lot of, of funds going out of it, you yeah. know. Well, I don't think it takes the fun out of it. It well, takes it takes the ability for someone to find something out to of get it. into it yeah, too. Yeah. So I mean, if you're, you know, you're but it makes gonna, people like us who have lots of old books downstairs go, "Hey, I'm not so stupid after all." But we're not going to make money off of that. Well, I'll just take yours. So <laughs> anyway, what else we got? Ah. It turned off like no, no. It ago. wanted to. Do. I know we turned off a so lot. So what's of the next? The next movie up is Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange, and that's when? Two weeks. Is it? Three weeks. Is it before Free Comic Day? Yes, it's that Thursday. Oh, okay. They do that on purpose. Remember how the old days used to yeah, be? Yeah, the, right, the, yeah, the yeah. Spider Man did that. It was right. Yeah, but no, for years Marvel ones. always did it that yep. weekend of Free Comic Day, yeah. and then they always had a book. Yeah. To push out that yeah, day. Yeah. So yes, yeah, Spider Man. Well, you know what's funny? Maybe I told you how they reverse stuff around. Yeah. Maybe they originally planned Spider-Man to be out. For, well, it's all through the roof Yeah, it now. doesn't matter. If it was, I don't know if Doctor Strange out. If there's going to be a free comic book day, but the, the last yeah, it's, it's funny because like the the to, the so it's Doctor Strange. What's June? Isn't that a DC month? Super Isn't Pets. Oh uh, no, that got moved to August. Super Pets, I think, took the place of, of... Black Adam? Black Adam, so I think it's the summer one. There's no summer DC movie now? I think Black Adam... Is November, ...is right? pushed into November. Flash is next Shazam year. Shazam is Christmas. Shazam is Christmas. Oh, so, yeah, so it's back-to-back. It's so they cleared the Black summer, Adam but Thor is, still, Thor is still supposed to come out in the summer. And Aquaman 2 got pushed up to next year. Pushed out to 2023. And Wakanda Forever, whatever, finally finished production. Oh, yeah. But it's supposed to come out in November. Oh. I don't know how they're going to get this movie out in the next five, six months. Well, unless there's not a lot of special effects. 
but again, it's possible that that bottleneck has affected the other releases because they did mention with with Black Adam that special effects was yeah, an issue. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's only so many special effects houses. I know, I know. So if you want the best guys and somebody's working on these other things, there's got to be some kind of order. You well, that's know? that, yeah. So we got so a lot of movies. They probably to throw. Uh, you know, a thousand people at Black Panther so that they can get it out at the. Uh, and then TV wise, we have uh, Moon Knight finishing up. That's Ms. Marvel starts up. When does? But and then Kenobi Ms. starts up first. But yeah. then Kenobi's no, like no, no, in no. May. Miss Marvel's in June. Kenobi's, so Kenobi's in late in May. May. So but they're gonna have two run at the same time. When is She Hulk? I always thought that was gonna be She Hulk's probably in the fall. Oh, okay. And then that's it. But there's no. That's the thing I was saying. Though. There's no DC, no. with the exception of uh, you know Titans or, or Doom Patrol. I haven't coming. heard one of those are coming back. Whatever happened to the Green Lantern Corps that was supposed to be uh, HBO know. Max? You Don't know? know. I wonder if stuff got put on hold because well, they they're again sold. being sold. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, you, know, you don't spend money when you're getting sold. No, you, I know that. Would, that's what hap- yeah. That's what kind of killed the Justice League back mm-hmm. when AT&T was... I wish they would have brought back the Swamp Thing. I thought they had something good going with it. There was talk about Production them doing wise. it. There yeah, was talk about them doing it, it again. Yeah. So, you know... It's a shame, though. It actually looked good. The premise would have been... I mean, the first season was interesting. I thought it was it was. Oh, Legends of Tomorrow. I don't know if they renewed that. They yeah. didn't. They didn't. So far, no. Whoa. It's getting they pretty renewed, late. They renewed... Well, I think there's possible there's now a campaign to try to get it renewed yeah. so you have renewals for Flash you have renewals for, for Batwoman you have a renewal for Lois and Stargirl and Stargirl is going to have a, uh, well Stargirl is going to have a season yeah, they season usually wait three. until that yeah. season yeah. comes um, I don't know I mean eight years is a good run I mean Arrow went too long Yeah. Arrow should have ended I think the Flash is on too long that should have wrapped up two years ago I, I don't even watch it, it no more no I mean, they were all good in their day, but I think they have a finite world. Like, I think Arrow should have ended after third season, really. Yeah. They dragged it out way yeah. past it. It's fine. Yeah, it's hard to say, But then though, they brought all those other characters. I they mean, brought Mad Dog on. They brought Mr. Terrific. Yeah. But ultimately, I think they want... Think about it. It's like you create a family business. Yeah. And you hire... Oh, no, I get the money-wise. You have cast and crew. Yeah. And you want to keep them you together because you enjoy them. And, yeah. and it's like, unless something catastrophic happens. No, you want to keep feeding that machine. Oh, they yeah. got Superman and Lois. Yeah. So that's no, I said tonight. that that's going to be... Yeah. Uh, so is that new tonight? It should be. It's Tuesday. Okay. I don't know. That schedule is weird. Like, it shows well, up they and took it's a couple of weeks, weeks off. off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... I think, um... That's one of the ones I like, actually. Of Resident, all the shows. Resident Alien is supposed to come back in... That's not DC. ...a couple of weeks. No, but that was a Dark Horse comic. Oh, yeah. Uh, Alan Tudyk. That's a good show. Yeah, I think said. it returns, like, in later April. There's a bunch of stuff that uh, starts in April on uh, HBO Max and uh, Showtime. I know there's... That's about it. Dog. The Man Who Fell to Earth supposed to be Hobby a couple Quinn, weeks. the animated series? Is that over with? No, I think they were doing another series. They're doing another that. one about yeah. the bar that they all go to, the Super Villain Bar, oh, yeah. with Alan Tudyk, a- and it's going to be Kite Man and Calendar Man by oh, a bar. That's funny. It's like Cheers, but yeah. it's going to be who walks into it. They should just do big funny. Oh, yeah, well... You got to check if they do. So. Oh, speaking of that, did well, you see that uh, Joe Kelly, who was a co-creator, on Joe the, Casey, Casey, yeah, okay, he was a co-creator on yeah. that. Yeah, he he basically he said that what they offered him was a joke, a joke. Yeah, and it's true for anybody who wants to like think, oh, this guy's being picky or something. Yeah, he's he worked with didn't he work with the Men of Action studio? Isn't that part of that group? That's Joe Kelly. 
it's not Casey and Kelly in that same I know group. Joe Kelly was at my show. He worked on okay. Ben 10. Because those guys know what media, yeah. what media properties are worth. Yes. And yeah. they also know what a creator's share in a media yeah, property yeah, yeah, yeah. is worth. So you are in a situation where Marvel just says, here, voluntary, we're giving yeah. you 20 yeah. bucks. Yeah. And you take it. Yeah. Because if you don't Better take it, nothing. you don't get 20 bucks. Right. But is that 20 bucks fair? No. It's not. Life's not fair, Jerry. But I'm saying, like, the weird part is watching all these shows. Now, we're at that part, at that point with, like, say, Moon Knight, where yeah. it's a 70s creation. That creator credit should come up front. A lot of those shows, if there's a clear... Cre- it's different when you're thanking 20 other people for contribu- you know, contributing over 20, 30 years. Yeah, yeah. But the actual original creators of those things, they know who they are. Yeah. That should come up front. It shouldn't say created by, and it's some TV writer. You know, sometimes it'll say created by, created for television. It'll say developed by, for television by. But yeah, a lot of times it says night. created by, and yeah. you go, well, it's not really created by no. you, dude. You know, no. I think we're at we're twenty some years into the superhero, you know, uh, media kind of yeah. thing. They really have a, have to have a provision for putting the actual. Creators, based on a thing rather than by such throwing such. you yeah. after the catering people at mm. the end of the credits, mm. you know what I mean? In, mm. in a group where nobody knows what somebody contributed, like us going, What did Burn contribute to? Oh, uh, yeah, I figured it you out. Know. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a point where that feels like it's a disrespectful thing, especially if you're not paying people anything. You know, the, uh, people want credit. Yeah. Okay, credit is, is not as good as money, but it's pretty good. Because at least it affirms that, yeah, we we didn't come up with this. No. You did, you know? Oh, here's one for you, too, before we wrap it up. Two more people coming to Terrificon. Don Glute mm-hmm. and Ray Colbert, who you know oh, from cool. All-Star. Yep, yep. They worked on What If, a couple issues. Yep. One particular issue, What If number 10. What if Jane Foster had found the hammer of Thor? Oh, the, the and she Rick becomes on Thordis. That, that was Yeah, Rick was oh, the cool. artist on it. So she becomes Thordis, yeah, which yeah. was the female yeah, yeah. thing. So Jane Foster as Thor. Yeah. Love and Thunder is about to come out in July. Right. That's based on the Jason Aaron right. series about Jane Foster right. having cancer. Spoiler right. alert. Right. And she gets the power of Thor. Right. But when she's Thor, her cancer's under remission. Sure. Yeah. It doesn't grow. Right. But once she comes back to Jane Foster, she's going to get sick and die. And that's the whole storyline. If you haven't read it, it's been out for a couple of years. Spoiler alert. So... The premise of Jane Foster being Thor, does that go back to Don and Rick in the what if they came up? Or yeah. does it go to Jason Aaron because he took the storyline and made it more richer about it it introducing go cancer to the and this whole thing? But those are that's like window dressing on a concept. The first person to do the concept should get the primary credit because... Unless they're not. If, I'm just telling you now. Saying, I talked to them the other day. If they out. didn't, where did the concept of Jane Foster... It's like, that doesn't come out of nowhere. If that what-if doesn't exist, then Jason Aaron doesn't have that as a template. Who said Jason Aaron ever read it? Comics. Remember come there's on, a, man. No, remember there's a what-if story. What if the it Hulk... It doesn't matter if What he if the Hulk had it. Bruce Banner's brain? Right. That was a story. That was right. issue three, I think. Yeah. So we've had the smart Hulk since yeah. then. Who's I would the, tie it to the, that. Because what the, ifs? If, if, say for some crazy reason, Jason Aaron didn't know about the what if, yeah. I guarantee you whoever his editor is did know about it. In other words, Marvel knows that that concept existed, 
they're exploiting the concept that was that was so you're, you're Taiki Watiti. You just came off of Ragnarok. They want you to do yeah. a Thor four. You go, okay, what's the next one going to be about? Send me some Thor stories. Right. And they give him a pile of different right. storylines. And he goes, well, that seems like a good thing. Let's yeah. take a little bit of that. Like yeah. you're doing Ragnarok. Right. He took World War Hulk, yeah, yeah. and they kind of did a mishmash. Right. Right. And they took the Walt Simonson yeah. Surter right. story. Right. So Don't you think they do? It's all like a, it's a big but melting it's still, pot. But it still feels like, again, that's not, no one's going to say, well, you created this. Because yeah. the comics are big tapestries. Yeah, People yeah. add to it. Someone, they add to it, It's right. like a big quilt. Someone gets to sew a few patches yeah, yeah, in. Yeah, 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 yeah. You acknowledge the people who sewed those patches in, right? But you still know that Jack Kirby and Stan Lee yeah, created yeah. Thor. Yeah, or right? Larry Lieber, whoever worked on those early ones. Whatever. Or that other guy did, too. But I'm saying, like, if you, you, you know who did it originally. Yeah. With stuff that happened in the 70s, it's much clearer. There are still people who were alive who can attest to doing something. There's no reason not to credit mm-hmm. creators up front. Just like a, like a Stephen King book or anybody. If yeah. you buy a book, mm-hmm. it usually says based on the novel or adapted from yeah, the yeah, novel yeah. or adapted. Well, we'll have to see when Love and Thunder comes out if Rick and uh, Don get a credit. They probably get one of the mass Special thanks 20, to, yeah. 20 people grouped into a thing or whatever. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, again, without character equity, someone asked this on Twitter today. They said... Why would in respect in in response to the America Chavez Chavez yeah. thing? Why would anybody work for Marvel and DC, knowing that this happens? Well, people work for them because there's a page rate, yeah, and you can actually make a living as opposed to working uh, on, on stuff of your own that you may yeah. or may not make a page rate yeah, or yeah, yeah. pay your rent. That's one thing. The other thing is, and I always go back to this during the '80s, Jeanette Kahn, DC started giving equity for character creation because they realized they need new characters. Right. You know, you need new characters and if someone's going to go, well, if I don't want to, I'm not going to own that, why should I give that to them? Right. So character equity came about as a way to give people money if that character's used in other media. Right. Make a toy out of it, you get, like, to share... 10% 10% yeah. of what DC gets yeah. for a movies licensing fee. movies were all pie in the sky. They yeah. didn't have video games But 10% and all of that. a yeah. licensing fee. So in the years since, they've kind of been able to weasel out of some of this stuff because there's no longer a licensing fee if you're, hold, if you're controlling your own property. Comic company and the movie company are bundled together. There's no competitive no, bidding for lots. the rights. Yeah. So if someone in the 80s someone wanted to make a Superman show mm-hmm. it didn't have to go to Warner Brothers no it was all about licensing if Paramount wanted to license that then they paid the licensing fee yeah but the fact that there were multiple studios bidding for those properties meant that the licensing licensing fee remained competitive and remained current as far as money mm-hmm. if you set it yourself like Marvel does they don't even have paperwork for equity on most of those things. Yeah. They just give somebody a gift, and yeah, it's considered yeah, yeah, a yeah, gift. Yeah. It's yeah. like giving your artwork back was a gift. Yeah. Not that it was your right to have that back. So it's just all company double talk, you know? Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy to think about uh, so many of these shows. Again, Moon Knight just sticks out to me mainly because it was a 70s creation there's a clear and Don still alive right and there's a clear yeah. linear way to figure out who created it put them up front yep it doesn't exist 
for you to make a show without those guys. If it's worth making a TV show that you're spending millions and millions of dollars on, then put them up as creators, give them at least that, and throw them some money. Is that so hard? That's what I'm saying. Like, people go, oh, it's, you know, everybody knows you're, you're losing your, you know, your rights to whatever you do. That's all fine, but it's like thinking about the Siegel and Schuster thing. Is it morally right no, to well, screw you somebody? Lawyers don't have moils. I'm just saying, though. They don't have moils. But people, you know, if they got their circumstances. Yeah, exactly. But people, people see these movies, and a lot of people respond to the fact that, oh, I read the comic. Mm. That means that it means something to them that some comic guy came up with that. Mm. How much does it cost Disney to pay somebody a little a couple bucks? How much does it cost them to put somebody's credit? But you know in why there? it gets confusing? Because I just told you the Moon Knight that we're watching isn't based on the Werewolf by Night one. It's based on the one that's from the Jeff Lemire and that's story that's line. window so it's dressing. Like, oh. it still goes back to the person who first came up with that because those other guys can't add to it if those two people or three people don't come up with it initially. In other words, that's the whole point of having that first creation, like Bucky Barnes. You can add to it. You know, but no, I'm saying it, the Winter Soldier, Ed Brubaker doesn't have his story Bucky, right. because no Kirby and Simon made Bucky. Right. Yeah. The DC does the same thing. It's called like you're using, you know, a pre-existing character. Yeah, yeah. I get that, but there still should be some provision for it. You know, if you're gonna again, if it's insulting, if you're gonna make a provision to put the catering company or the mm-hmm. guy who puts the actor's socks on for him because he can't bend over yeah, whatever yeah. those people all get they credits. have that I need that guy <laughs> personal assistant to no, Mitch Halleck. I need somebody to bring my fresh bovine placenta on a daily basis <laughs> because the stuff I'm getting now is stale yeah oh I throw the tray across the room <laughs> you wouldn't believe it it's bad well what about the blood of virgins are you still oh no no that, I've cut down on that <laughs> cholesterol all right I think that wraps it up People are like, support okay, creator talking, rights. when Mitch starts talking about bovine placenta, it's support, time to go. Support creator rights. That's, That's Jerry, hippie Jerry over here with his protesting. Seriously. Where's my damn credit? I'm not talking about me. I'm Wait till seriously. they do your stories. Well, Wait till Wildstar the movie comes out. And you yeah. now, Gordon, are like, yeah. That's us. I'm just saying. It might happen. Fair fair. It's always. Might happen. Yeah. Well, fair don't feed the bulldog, Jerry. But, it doesn't but take you know what feeds the bulldog? Nice. It doesn't Colony take a lot Grill of energy on to Fairfield, nice. Post Road. <laughs> Eat your pizza. That's it. I got nothing. Okay. What's out now? Nothing. Go read a book. Go read a book. Right? Go, go play outside, kids. It's nice out. Not in the street, though. Depends on where you live. <laughs>